Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cynthia Meyer, your host of the weekly Wake Up With Spirit Wisdom for Your Soul. And I have uh, had a radio show in, uh, started in a traditional studio back in 2006 and segued into the online radio format. Um, I think it was actually in 2008, um, and I've been with Blog Talk since, and I'm just very grateful. We're all close to our 100,000 listen mark. Um, and actually it's over that because we, we had, it's complicated, but let's just say that we're reaching our next, um, we had two, two stations at one point and we lost some of the, one of the pages. So we're at over a hundred thousand, but we officially now are close to it where I can show the stats. So what does that mean? It means that these shows matter and people listen to them all hours of the day and night. It's a podcast. The minute it's, uh, this show is complete, you can um, send the link to any of your friends and family. However you found your way here, it's that same link that um, uh, plays the, the re- replay of the show. So I'm going to tell you just a little bit about Spirit Seeker and then I will bring my, uh, my guest on. Um, Spirit Seeker is in its 24th year of publishing, um, volume number 11. It's a digital online magazine. Um, you can read it at www.spiritseeker.com. Um, you will find it in Chicago and St. Louis as a print magazine. Um, and we are, you know, during COVID, it's just been a little bit challenging, as we all know. So I'll let Christine talk about um, the pulse and everything that's going on with the astrology in just a moment. So, so Spirit Seeker has the monthly magazine, and then in addition, we have a weekly email. Um, it's called an e-zine, a newsletter. So we, we, will, uh, we sent it out yesterday or the day before, whatever. Uh, my person, uh, my angel does that, Carrie. And it lets you know when the magazine's online, which it is. The November issue can be found online, and you'll find it on the Whole Foods stores today, later. Um, if it's not already there. And then uh, in addition, we have the radio show. So we reach people in all different ways, print, digital, um, and this radio show. We are going to be expanding the radio show. We are going to um, be having different um, different people hosting shows underneath the Spirit Seeker format. So that is coming. So you'll be able to hear from more of the people who are aligned with the values and the mind, uh, body, spirit principles. Um, so just know that that's coming. It's in the air. And then Cindy Meyer is getting her YouTube channel, um, and you'll be hearing more about that. All right. So if you want to be eligible for free books or free DVDs or free, you know, all kinds of things that come through Spirit Seeker stores, you have to be on our email list. And um, we're going to start publishing who's winning so that you can get excited too. So like us on Spirit Seeker Facebook. Um, you can like Cindy Meyer Network. Um, I, you know, you can even, if you want to be part of my Cindy Meyer personal page, you know, I post a lot of inspirational things there as well. But the Spirit Seeker page will be um, 
where you'll find more and more things as well as the blog talk page. All right, last announcement before we dive into the show is um, I will be offering a class this Wednesday evening. Um, it's from 6.30 until 8.30 Central Time, and it will be by Zoom. Um, it's the fun, uh, creating a feng shui vision board. So you'll learn about feng shui, and then you will also learn how to vision in all nine areas of feng shui. Um, you'll learn enough in that two-hour class that you can um, take your vision board and then start looking at your house and start visioning how you want to amplify, you know, the beautiful gifts of feng shui within your home. Once you start this, it's like then you look at your desk and, you know, you look at all the nine areas in your, uh, uh, on your desk. It just It's something that is magical and it changes your life. Okay, so that's that. If you are interested in that, my office number is 636-530-7579. I am now going to bring on uh, Christine Compass. She is my guest the first uh, Friday of each and every month, and that's a devotion. She does this, you know, I am so grateful. She offers her wisdom. She's an intuitive astrologer and life coach. Um, We both, you know, love the moon cycles. We both love vision boards. We uh, are vibrationally aligned with so much. So um, I am grateful, and Christine, I do believe you're there. Good morning. Hi, Cindy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the sun is out. Yay. <laughs> so, I am so excited to be here and to talk about all the energy that has been going on and what's to come. There's, it's, uh, it's a good time. Things are going to be good. Yeah. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. We've been up and down and all around and still are. But just tell us what is happening with, I mean, you, you've said so many times until this Mars goes direct, there's going to be a lot of, like, different things happening. And I don't know, but I'm going to let you take it because I know you prepare and I don't want to interrupt your flow. So wherever you want to oh, start, Christine. Yeah. Well, let's just, before I get into November and where we're, where we're at, Um, I want to just take a quick look back at October and kind of where we came from to get to, you know, this week. And so we started, we moved into Scorpio season on October 22nd, which moved us into this, you know, review of our shadow side and really digging deep into our psyches. So we're kind of in that mindset as of October 22nd. And then we get to this, you know, hugely powerful full moon on the 31st. Uh, it was a full moon in the sign of Taurus. And the big energy about this full moon is that we had Uranus and Taurus right next to each other at this full moon. And if you recall, I've talked about Uranus and Taurus. So it moved, Uranus moved into Taurus um, in May of 2018 It went back a little bit to Aries for part of the end of 2018, but um, now it's in this seven-year cycle of of change in Uranus is in Taurus in this cycle of change for the next seven years. So through 2025, we're already two years into this. And this full moon was really, you know, a lot of times full moons are taking action and and doing things. And this time the full the, the action that we were taking was releasing. You know, we're in this change period. We're two years into it, and we are at this point of we've made some big changes this year, and we're releasing. We're releasing all of the things that weren't working and weren't weren't on our true path. And that's what this full moon energy was really bringing up for us. 
And it was just so powerful because these are huge changes that, that people have gone through and are still going through. And, you know, you can see it um, collectively. So, um, you know, so when you look at Uranus or Taurus, if you look at Taurus in your chart, that's going to tell you which area of your life this is hitting. Um, like for myself, Taurus is my second house, which is income, security, stability, finances. So it's, and, you know, rightfully so, my finances, I, I just left my full-time job. All of these major shifts are happening. Um, I think what's also interesting is my, the chart for my business. My son is actually in Taurus. Um, for my business. So my business is changing right now in a major way. And I'm, I'm moving in a whole new direction with my own company. So, um, you know, really this full moon has been releasing these old ways to make way emotionally for changes that this seven-year set is bringing. And it was just, there's so much palpable energy that came with that because we're in Scorpio. We're feeling very raw, very deep energy already. And now here we are having to admit to ourselves that we're really, you know, have to make a change and leave these things behind and go in a new direction. And as exciting as it is to go in a new direction, it's just so emotionally, um, you know, upsetting. Um, so it was a big release. And I don't know. I don't know about you, but like by the time we, and so then you throw in the election a couple days later and you have all this built up energy from the year and from the last four years coming into play. And so I, I just had this huge emotional release earlier this week. I mean, I just cried and cried and sobbed and not even about the election, but just releasing all of this energy, like I saw on Sunday, Monday, I was so agitated, and I just knew I had all this this energy that needed to come out. So I was so grateful that I got to be able to cry out all of this massive transformational energy just mm-hmm. to just to release it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know about you, Cindy. Is- have, have you felt that release? Oh, <laughs> well, see, I am becoming very, very aware of. Uh, how my body is not liking stress. Okay. And I've done, I've juggled so many things for so long. Anyone who knows me is like, do you ever sleep? Yes, I do. But the thing of it is, is is that I had like the real estate continuing education that I just kind of been putting off because, you know, normally we could go, we sit there in a class and three hours later you get your certificate and you know, you've learned something and away you go. Oh no, we had to do it online. Everything has to be done online. You know, we haven't had a real estate meeting in the office in, you know, like months. So mm-hmm. that that combined with the deadline for the November issue, combined with all of this energy. And, and you know, and I'm, I'm very involved, you know, with a lot of grassroots politics, you know, in the St. Louis, you know, area. So there was a lot going on with that. And it was just a lot to juggle. So, you know, so no, I didn't exactly cry, but my body was crying if that makes sense. I mean, I could just feel the spots yeah. where the tension was being held. Right. So I'm just like, okay, and my rising sign is Taurus and my moon is in Scorpio. So can you imagine like, mm. yeah, it oh, was, yeah. A, it, and, and I'm, and I'm a cancer feeling everything, but it's like almost <laughs> like I, I was like, okay, I don't really have time to feel just yet. I got to get through this, these deadlines, but 
but yeah, it was, it was like something and it was a blue moon too. And then, you know, when you look up at the sky and you see Mars right there, Mm -hmm. the brightest that it's going to be for another, what, 17 or 19 years, something like that. And then the other plants were there. So, you know, there's just been a lot of intensity and in, in the Scorpio energy, like when I did my, you know, full moon releasing and intentions, which, you know, I always do that. And I have a, um, new fire pit at my new house and, you know, that a friend gave us. And so, you know, my, my friends that, you know, I'm, I'm renting their Airbnb. We all did a releasing ceremony that night. And what I released is releasing, putting so much stress, like not planning ahead, you know, so I released procrastination um, and went for steadfastness, you know, which is the good quality of Taurus and, and staying on top of my, you know what? So that's, I just don't want to ever, you know, be in this position where I'm behind again like that because it's just not a pretty, pretty thing. So I think that a lot of people, you know, are coming to awarenesses and the intensity, you know, it's, it's been intense. And so many of my coaching and psychic clients have all said, what the heck is going on? Like, what is going on? You know, it's, it's a roller coaster. So, you know, the whole thing right now, remember when, you know, the plans were lined up and it was like, change or be changed, you know, it's your choice. You know, yeah. you, if you resist it, you're going to get changed anyway. That seemed to be the theme of 2020 in so many ways. And so where I am is I just want to chill. I want to relax. I want to enjoy this, this nature. I want to, um, you know, see our country coming back to peace in some way and working together collectively and globally, you know, and I think that's what we're moving into. You know, this was, this is a four year, this was all about unity. And when you were talking about the structures, you know, when we move out of that Saturn and Capricorn that's been there for three years, I always forget about the Uranus. So thank you so much for reminding all of us about that. But we've also got this huge shift about to happen, you know, and I hope you're going to touch on that just a little because, you know, you know, I just know a tiny bit, but I know that Saturn stays in a, in a sign for three years and it's been in Capricorn, which is all about structure foundation. And so my advice, and I hope I'm on track with this to my clients has been take one more look at what needs, what you don't want to carry in, you know, like, what else do you need to let go of in order to create the space for the structures that you want in your life and how you want your life to look? Because it, once it leaves this Capricorn, then we're into Aquarius. And, you know, you talk about it, but I just feel like 2021 is going to be a much better year for all of us. I hope so, and I pray for us. But, you know, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> well, well, I long think, answer I think you're question, right. Christine. <laughs> well, and it's um... – you know, I, I, I think you're so right this, about, you know, this full moon. It, 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 we, we've had this buildup of stress. We all are so stressed out. We've gotten to this point of just like, oh, like we had no other option but to just kind of, that's what we're releasing, this built up stress and pressure of this year. Um, you know, and I, I want to go back for a second and just talk about Uranus again because I, I looked up. You know, so the United States has its own chart. And so for the U.S., this Uranus transit falls into our our fifth house, which is creativity. And so as a country, we are redefining our creative self-expression. We're getting in touch with our inner child and joy collectively as a nation. And we are outgrowing old patterns. We're making new ones based on this new youthful voice, this creative voice. And I can see this playing out by we're getting to this point of, of feeling like, okay, enough is enough, enough hatred, enough division. We have moved. We, we have to move forward 
with love. You know, the fifth house is also love and children, and it's we're we're making this this journey of change towards love. Um, towards the end, so that's where the United States chart is right now. This Uranus transit is happening in the fifth house. Um, towards the end of this seven-year period, so like 2024, 25, it also crosses into the sixth house, which is service and how we serve. So we're getting in touch right now with just loving ourselves and figuring out how to, uh, how to approach life with more love and love for one another and then that will move us into, you know, a phase later on of then how do we better serve? How do we better, you know, how do we transform ourselves um, into being able to reimagine the way that our nation shows up in service? So I think that that's really cool. And you can see that thankfully playing out in a, you know, kind of positive way. The fifth house is such a, it's such a, it's ruled by Leo and Leos are such a fun, loving, full of love and creativity. So that's where we're going as a nation. And, you know, um, and then, yeah, so where we're at with Saturn right now, we're, we're finishing the Saturn and Capricorn. We're heading towards Saturn and Aquarius next month, um, December 17th, December 7th, yeah, 17th, 2020. Um, Saturn moves into Aquarius, which that's going to then help us build new structures that are, um, you know, faded to more towards humanitarianism. But, you know, what's going to happen, honestly, we, as things are going to be moving in a better direction, but as Saturn in Capricorn, you know, it's a three-year cycle. So the first year is usually more about showing us what is not working. Um, so I'm not going to say things aren't getting better. I think they're headed in a better direction. But, you know, that first year is also a little bit rocky of seeing what continued changes of what's not working in order to then really shine a spotlight on, okay, how do we make these areas better? How do we shift to a more humanitarian effort? Um, so I think we'll see a little bit more breakdown of some of our, you know, societal structures, but for the good. I think these will be things that, you know, are a long time coming that we're all ready for, um, but it could be it could be a little bit rocky as well. Um, so, you know, the, I went, you know, the, but, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, so, no, I just want to mention one thing. Like, the youth showed up at the, at the polls this oh, time. They yeah. volunteered at polls because, you know, with COVID, a lot of the older folks could not, um, volunteer. And, you know, I was a little bit nervous. I, I was on the fence with it, with volunteering. And then at the 11th hour, I was like, this is a time in history that you have to be there. And um, so luckily I got this assignment when I got it, I thought, I wonder if this is at SLU. I thought this is like the Simon Recreation Center. I'm sure that's, that's where this is. And sure enough, it was. And, you know, I've spent a lot of time at SLU and, uh, and basketball gyms all over the the country my daughter played on two teams from the time she was in second grade and you know she you know she played all through college ball she now still you know is playing you know in Santiago Chile she's played all over the world she's like you know and and my oldest son played and my youngest son played so I have spent a lot of time in basketball gyms so here I am I was there for voter suppression so basically I you know, was told where to sit and where to be available. And, um, and we had training for it in case we recognized anything and, you know, how to report it or how to handle it and all this. 
But here I am in this gym. The professional Billiken players weren't there, but the, the college students were there. They were voting. They were playing basketball. They were playing badminton. You know, all these different kids just like, and every single one of them had a mask on. Every single one of them has surrendered to, you know what, they're in college. They're doing whatever it takes to, um, you know, to, to still have a life. And so, so the guy, the young man who was working, you know, in charge of all the folks, he goes, you know, this is the first time for almost all of us in here. And I said, well, you guys are so young. And I said, this is great that so many people are involved. And he says, yeah, he says, the biggest problem we came up with is students wanted to vote, but some of them forgot to register. And he said, and then some of them are from Illinois, and they thought they could vote in Missouri. And then the other thing that was confusing is the St. Louis County, you could vote anywhere, you know, at any poll. This was new this year. But in the city of St. Louis, you had to vote where you were registered. So there was a whole lot of, like, little things like that that the kids just didn't know. But the fact that they tried to vote and the fact that now they know what to do and the fact that they – and SLU made it so easy – I mean, it was right there in the gymnasium. They just had to walk over there. And, you know, that's where they're registered, you know, um, for the most part, you know. And, and so it was just lovely to see young people involved and working the polls. And I think that this is the, the game changer. You know, I think that the young people are our future. And they saw all the complexities. And I think that all of this will get better as we collectively, like, like the voter suppression thing, there were over 1,500 volunteers you know, all over the polls, like helping with that. I think that's amazing. This is all new. There was never a voter suppression committee like this. So there's lots of ways to get involved. And I think that the more we unify, that's what this is all about. And love, you're right. Love is always the healer, you know, and I'm going to just say one more thing. Bob Woodward, when he wrote his book, at the end of it, it just keeps haunting me. You know, certain things just stay in my mind. And what he said is that until you understand um, you know, why, like why people are voting the way they are, like, which means you have your identity or your values and your reasons, but you have to understand the other person. And we, that's where this, this tug of war and right, left, you know, um, the extremism that has to end and we're all Americans. And so you're going to take it from here, Christine, but I think that's what we have to, we have to somehow instill that and bring it back. You know, I can remember four years ago at Thanksgiving, remember, no one wanted to go to Thanksgiving if they had uh, relatives mm-hmm. that were on a, you know, the tension. So I don't know. I think this year we've been through so much with COVID that this election is beating us up in a different way. And yet we can't give up. We have to, under, you know, remember that we're a democracy and that light will overcome this darkness. Well, I think that's a great, um, you know, that talking about the youth and the way that people are showing up. I mean, that is so much of this, you know, Taurus in the fifth house for the United States, this inner child, this joy. So we are going to see more youthful energy coming into the scene to really help push towards that love. And if you think about younger people, you know, some people say that younger people just don't know, and that's that's why they, um, you know, are obeying all these, you know, mask laws and letting their rights be taken away, but it's like, no, they're just full of love and they have not been overtaken by fear as much as an older right. population has. So it's, that's that insurgence of, of youthful love. Um, so, okay, now let's talk about November energy and everything going on this month. So um, on, on election day, on the 3rd, we had Mercury coming out of retrograde 
Um, which, I mean, this whole situation is a perfect example of, you know, why you wouldn't do an election during a Mercury retrograde, <laughs> because communication is unclear. <laughs> and, you know, the day that Mercury comes out of retrograde is when it's moving the slowest, because it's turning directions. It's going, you know, from retrograde to moving forward again, and it's, it's moving extremely slow. And so that means communication, thinking, all of those things are going to be moving very slow. Um, and then on top of that, uh, Mercury all week has been squaring Saturn, um, which tells us that there's going to be um, a change in plans from what we know. So from the first to the sixth, you know, there's going to be a change in what we thought. And I think we're seeing that with the election, you know, when you look at, at where we were at on Tuesday, where people thought, things were going to be to where we're at now. And so um, I just think it's so interesting to see the effect. Again, Mercury rules communication, thought, all of our, it rules the internet and the dissemination of information. So I think, um, you know, really looking at it from an astrological standpoint, none of what is currently happening with our election results is really all that surprising at all. Um, so, then we have on, okay, so after Mercury is, Mercury came out of retrograde on the third, but for the next two weeks, we are in a shadow period. So over these next two weeks, we are going to be tested um, over what we've been reviewing during this Mercury retrograde period. So whatever kind of thoughts and ideas have come up for you, that have challenged you to think differently or look differently, you know, we're going to have a chance to cement those new beliefs. So the two-week period after Mercury comes out of retrograde, it's always a, a, a time when we will be testing. You know, we've learned these, we've had these things come up in work through retrograde that have shown us, okay, we need to act differently or think differently about the way we are doing something. And, whether we actually make that choice to, you know, do things differently comes up typically during this two-week period where we get tested and we have an opportunity to, you know, move in that right direction. And it may not be something that's easy. So there's, you know, times where we may pull back and we don't, we don't cement that belief. We go back to the way it was. And that means, you know, probably the next Mercury in retrograde will have that same lesson again. But if we, take, if we make the decision to, you know, when we get tested, to make a new choice, to go in a new direction, even if it's challenging, we make those challenging decisions because we know that that's what's ultimately better for ourselves, then mm-hmm. that is cementing those lessons. And then we don't have to come back and review those again. We've made that decision. We will immediately see the benefit of making a new decision and it will cement that, that, yes, this was the right decision for me. So, mm-hmm. um, and we have Mercury. So as, as we go through this two-week shadow period, Mercury, so when Mercury goes retrograde, basically it, it, when you're looking at an astrological chart, it appears to start moving backwards. So Mercury is moving forward again. And so it was in uh, Libra. Now it's moving forward again. It's going to move back into Scorpio on November 10th. So during this two-week shadow period, November 10th is when 
we're going to bring back some themes from mid-October that will come up in our thoughts and, you know, possibly at some of that testing period. So pay attention, you know, as we, as around the November 10th for those tests and see, you know, how you're able to make a different decision to go in a new direction. Um, then on November 12th, um, we have Jupiter and Pluto meeting up again. And so Jupiter and Pluto, we have the whole Pluto, Saturn, and Capricorn with Jupiter there. So Jupiter and Pluto have met up. Um, this is the third of their meetups this, this year. So they met up on April 4th, um, which is you know, the height of the coronavirus lockdowns, everything, fear and panic really setting in. Um, they met up on June 30th, which was as the civil unrest was really growing and becoming a larger and larger voice across the country. And so now we have their third meetup on November 12th, and um, they are meeting up at the exact degree that Saturn and Pluto first met in January. So most likely what's going to happen is November 12th, I think, will be like the peak of the fear around this virus and, and panic. And it's, you know, I think we're seeing that. We're seeing cases rising right now. We're seeing, um, you know, just across the country it's becoming, and I think there'll probably be a surge from voting. We'll see more people. We'll see it spreading a little bit. So, um, but once Jupiter and Pluto come together on the 12th, um, you know, we're kind of at that peak point. And I think after that, we will start to see fear and panic subside. Um, I don't know if that means maybe there'll be, you know, some better treatment or something that comes up, um, you know, as we go through November. That we'll just, I don't think coronavirus is just going to magically go away, but I think that we will have less of a fear of it and be able to, you know, kind of resume normality in our own lives as we, you know, really release the tension of worrying about all of these things. Um, so, I, I, you know, <laughs> I think that I think that <laughs> I, I, I'm very grateful that we have states that are a little more progressive with how they've dealt with yeah. the coronavirus, and you know, right now. Um, Connecticut is dialing it back to stage two, and that means no more, no groups of greater than ten. Um, many of the schools are closing nation, not closing, but they're sending the kids back home, and Missouri especially because the, I mean they have yeah. 150 teachers and students out in one school district in Winsville. So I I agree that it we're reaching a um, a pivotal point. I'm not. I, I wish I could be as um, hmm, op- optimistic as you. My my sense is that what's going to happen is once the election is resolved, which, you know, it might not be totally with all the counts. They're saying November 11th or 12th. But, you know, I think we're going to know before then with the Electoral College. But but that is going to be a turning point because I feel like everyone is, um, not everyone, the, the current powers to be, have done nothing. They've done nothing with COVID. They're just letting it run rampant until they figure out, you know, who's going to win the election and who's going to inherit the mess. And so I think that collectively we all know that things are going to be changing. And um, I think that 
the fact that people went out and voted during a freaking pandemic because they made it so difficult. You couldn't mail your vote because it was too late. And then they wouldn't let you count the votes early. So there's a lot of change that I think will be coming on all fronts with what we've been through because, you know, I keep remembering that movie network. We're damn mad and we're not going to take it anymore. And they're all out on their balconies. I'm damn mad and I'm not going to take it anymore. Faye Dunaway. And, you know, I think that, you know, we've got all these people who have a lot of energy, but let's, you know, let's get healthy again. So I, yeah. I pray you're right, Christine. I pray you're right. And, and what you just described, is it makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, I like, I like, okay, so that's why I'm serious, that like fear and panic will subside. But I think that, I think you're right in, in saying, and that's why, because we're going to have finally somebody taking charge and putting measures in place that might help calm people down. Um, so I think that, I think both of those are going to come into play. Um, but it will start, not like I said, not necessarily that the virus is going to calm down, but I think our fear around it will be calmed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're, you're right, and it's going to be somebody finally taking responsibility on the national scale of, hey, we're in this together and let's all wear a mask and really kind of pushing us towards the, the direction of responsibility that we have been looking for with this whole situation. Um, I I want to bring it back to the love. The love is, is what it's all about. And, you know, mm-hmm. love conquers fear. Love heals all wounds. Our nation is a strong nation. Um, and we're going to be helping people in, in just a little bit. Uh, we're going to be doing readings. We're helping people right now just with this information. Um, but I do want to mention, if you want, would like a reading today, uh, push one star or one pound, either one on your phone, and then that will alert me on the switchboard that you are wanting a reading. Um, okay, so Christine, what else? What do we have? When's our new yeah. moon coming up in November? Um, yeah. So, um, okay, before I talk about the new moon, I just want to talk. I want to give a little hallelujah shout out because on November 13th, um, Mars finally comes out of retrograde. And so, oh. Mars, over the last six weeks, you know, the planet of our desire and drive has been in this retrograde, and we've been in a in a bit of a funk we haven't you know it's when when mars goes retrograde it doesn't decrease the amount of work that we have to do it actually typically increases the amount of work that we have to do um but it does that because we have to learn new ways of doing things we have to learn um you know not we have to learn how to do things in a way that makes more sense in our lives and sometimes we wouldn't do that if we weren't completely overwhelmed and unable, you know, to move forward in our normal manner. So, but, you know, it's been a foggy, crazy kind of six weeks during this Mars retrograde. So finally we can take a little bit of breath of fresh air and have a little bit of clarity in how we start moving forward. And so you might see yourself around the 13th just having a little bit more, like, okay, I'm, I'm, you're on it. You're gonna, you know what you're going to do. You have a plan. You have a structure. You know how you're going to divide and conquer um, finally, whereas, you know, the past six weeks we've kind of been like, ah, I'm so overwhelmed. There's so many things going on. And how do I get it all done? How do I stay, you know, how do I keep myself mm-hmm. sane and take care of myself during all of this? And so we've learned new ways of coping and getting through and, and really really setting priority for our true desires and what matters. So, which is great energy 
to have going into the new moon. Um, so then we have the new moon right after that on November 15th, and we have the new moon in Scorpio, and thankfully this new moon has favorable aspects to Judo, Judo, Jupiter, Pluto, and Neptune. Um, and then we have Mars moving direct. So we have big plans that are underway. We have, you know, this whole lunar month that starts with this new moon has a theme of moving forward and helping us get unstuck. So really setting those intentions around forward-moving action, and then it's a new moon in Scorpio. So we're also still exploring the depths of our psyche, and we're still exploring kind of our new – it's like during the full moon, even though it's a full moon in Taurus, we are in the Scorpio energy. It's like we're starting to reveal what we truly want deep in our depths. And now we really – we're really like getting comfortable with that to the point where we're like, okay, yeah, let's get down there. What do we have going on? Let's set some new intentions that are so in line with our deepest, truest desires so that we can really take action and finally go after those things in a big way. Um, you know, I don't know. What do you, what, what have you got? On I the think room? you're, <laughs> well, I think you're spot on. I mean, you know, remember um, Scorpio is, you know, the okay, so with any new moon and full moon, you know, what we look at, like this full moon that we just had in, in Taurus with, um, you know, in the sun sign of Scorpio. So you look at the attributes, the positive and the negative. So if you really want to be very scientific with these moons, so you would look at what are the positive qualities of um, you know, what I looked at, what are the positive qualities of Taurus? Tenaciousness, ten, you know, um, loyalty, you know, they love money. They're ruled by Venus. They love beautiful things. And so those are the positive qualities. The negative are possessiveness, jealousy, stubbornness, digging your, you know, heels in and not willing to, you know, budge. And then Scorpio, the high qualities, and I've always loved this about Scorpio, they're capable of totally transforming something in a whole new way. They're fearless with it when they see that there's this better way to do it. So for me, I was like, what is my resistance to doing my bookkeeping every single month? Like I have a Taurus friend who every single month she pushes a button and everything, every bill she's paid, every deposit, it's all categorized. It's all, blah, 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 you know, you get the picture. You know, and she's a real estate agent just like me, but she doesn't have like five businesses like I do, you know, like, <laughs> but, but nonetheless, it's really, when I separate it out and I do my accounting, it's real estate, Cindy Meyer, and Spirit Seeker. So, you know, it's like, it's not that complicated. I have three sets of books. So, you know, but it is complicated when you don't do it regularly. So, so my digging my heels in and saying, though, I'll do it. I'll get, that doesn't work. So I, I went with the higher qualities of Taurus, tenaciousness, steadiness, steadfastness. And then I went with transforming, transform your life, Cindy, take this stress out, like just hang out and chill and have fun. And, you know, I knew every time, every month when I'm at deadline with the magazine, it gets kind of quiet a little bit. And then the minute that magazine's, like the button is pushed, you know, like it's approved and then it's, you know, on its way to the printer, to the website, the phone starts ringing, the emails start coming in and my life just opens up. And I feel that this election has been another kind of pressure cooker. Like I've heard so many people, well, after the election, after the election, after the election, you know, people just kind of, 
you know, stop their lives just a little bit. You know, well, I'll deal with that after the election. Even my writer's group that, you know, and I, it made total sense. Well, we'll start up again after the election. And I thought, you know what, good, because I want to be really present with my writer's group. Um, and then I looked, you know, I looked at the book that my spiritual book club is reading this month and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's on the Hathers. And, you know, that's what took me to Egypt is I was fascinated with the Hathers and sound mm-hmm. healing. So what do I think of, what do I, I know? And I've got all these people that want to go to Egypt with me. And so I'm going to be organizing a trip to Egypt and I'm organizing a trip to um, Italy and the sacred sites. So I've got these two, I cannot wait until we get through this pandemic. I've got so many great ideas. And I think that, you know, that's what's going to happen. I think this Thanksgiving, we're all going to appreciate our loved ones even more. Some people are together. And I want to mention that on, in this issue of Spirit Seeker, I put 12 helpful tips for enjoying the holidays during a global pandemic. So how can you do it? And the very first thing is be open to doing it in a different way, which is this whole deal about the new moon in Scorpio. And then we're going right into Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, so do it differently. Like if, you know, if you're not having a large group and it's a small group, maybe order some sides in, maybe don't do everything that's hard. Maybe, you know, give yourself permission um, to order pies online. There's actually a company, I haven't used it, but you'll see it in the article where you can just order stuff and they'll ship it to you. And you can have your, like they have fully cooked turkeys from the Amish that are, cherry smoked and all this other stuff they arrive they're fully cooked and all you have to do is heat them you know i'm like i'm thinking about actually doing that this year (laughs) i just feel like doing things differently you know and one of the things um is to diffuse aromatherapy um to cleanse Mm -hmm. and purify the air in your home this is like during a pandemic but especially on thanksgiving day when you're going to have more people probably than you normally do so peppermint oil uh opens the lungs and reduces stress um Lemon citrus oil cleanses and purifies. Um, Thieves oil boosts the immune system and increases respiratory health, and it's also an antimicrobial, so um, that helps. Orange, the the diffusing orange in your home, uh, is an antimicrobial, and it reduces stress and anxiety. So, you know, and it works with depression. And so a lot of people, you know, it's not happy for everyone, you know, with the holidays, you know, but most, for most people it is, but, you know, this year, especially it's going to be different because it just is, you know, if you have the elders aren't always, you know, a lot of the um, little small children can't be around the grandparents, great grandparents. So it's all going to be a little bit different. Um, They are, you know, some of the suggestions, you know, is to, um, if you're driving in a car, uh, to get to your destination for Thanksgiving is to bring as many snacks as you can, water as you can, be prepared so you don't have to stop as much. You know, it's it's enough to stop and have to touch a gas pump that everybody else has been touching. So you just have to really be smart. And if you're if you are flying on a plane, it is suggested that you take a seat by the window in the back of the plane because when you're in the back of the plane, there aren't as many people walking by you. Um, as if you were like in the middle and everyone, you know, is coming by you all the time and you've got people coming and going. So, um, and if you can, you know, fly on an airplane where they have a seat that's open in the middle. So, but the main thing is this, you, if you're in gratitude and you're being wise, like, um, there's, you know, the CDC and, you know, some of the other health officials are suggesting shorter times. If you're used to having the whole day and watching football and all that, maybe not do that this year. Maybe just, okay, we're going to have Thanksgiving between two and four. And then everyone goes back 
to their own respective places rather than being around each other for hours and hours and hours. Another thing that I would suggest from a feng shui standpoint um, and a health standpoint is when your meal's over, um, and by the way, it's suggested this year to use paper plates. Now, do not use all the silverware and all that because whoever's like, you're touching everybody's stuff. So it's a year or two not do that, not pass plates around the table or bowls. Do it buffet style and use your own stuff. And when you're done, you put it in the trash can. And a lot of people are resisting that, I know, because you put your best china out well, it's one year. Give it up. <laughs> so, but here's, here's my one suggestion is once, you, once you're finished with that meal, open all the windows. I don't care how cold it is. Just open the windows. Go take a 10, 15-minute walk. Come back. Your house has been aired out. And, you know, you, you, you know, you've had some fresh air into your lungs. So that's the big trick to keeping your immune system strong is to keep your lungs healthy, to keep your body moving. This is a time, you know, to strengthen your resolves with your health and, and not be afraid, you know, be wise, but fear contracts the body. So the big thing is you want to keep your body open. You know, if you're not, uh, if you're not seeing your family this year, send flowers, let them know you're thinking about them, you know, send gifts through the mail that's food so that they can, you know, that day, if they're not with you, you know, that you can, they can still enjoy you and remember you as they're enjoying their Thanksgiving. And then of course, you know, one of the things I wrote about is we've zoomed through birthdays. We've zoomed through Mother's Day, Father's Day. We've zoomed through Passovers. We've zoomed through everything this last year, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, everything, everything, graduations. We've been like not, we've been virtual. So, so do a virtual Thanksgiving dessert. Like just say we're going to have dessert at this time and everybody comes on and maybe has a toast. You know, just, yeah. there's a lot of ways to, to do this this year. Okay, so that's um, – and that this is in the, this issue of Spirit Seeker, um, the November issue, so you can just, you know, see it online. And we have a new format with Spirit Seeker. I'm so excited. When the, you read an article and you like it, you can forward that to people now. You just push the button and you email it to people. So isn't that fun? Um, it, it took us a while to get there. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, it it works too. I tried it the other day. I was like, oh, no. and there's a great article in the September issue also from um, oh Nature's Right, the founder of Nature's Right, um, Steve. He wrote this article about how to if you if you are around someone with COVID or you know it's just how to strengthen yourself. But if you do have COVID. Definitely, he gives you a whole protocol on what to do with it, and it's essential oils and um, herbs. And so don't be afraid. Just be prepared. Like, you know, be prepared. I have all of these oils, and I've been diffusing them anyway. I diffuse my space regularly and clear my space. It's the trick because we're going into winter. Okay. Christine, anything? I don't know. I hope that was helpful. Um, we're going to do readings in a minute, but anything else you want to tell us? <laughs> One last thing about towards the end of November as we enter Sagittarius season. So on the 21st, uh, the sun enters Sagittarius. We also have Venus moving into Scorpio that day from Libra. So as we get towards the end of this month, we're shifting the spotlight from uncovering our truth during Scorpio season towards finding the light within. You know, Sagittarius is a fire sign that, gives us hope and faith for a better future. And, you know, we had the journey through deep through our shadows in Scorpio to find the strength and the riches that we didn't know we had. And, and now we get to enjoy the light of 
Sagittarius as we shine a light on these new riches. So there's a light at the end of the tunnel starting to emerge this month. So it's all good. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so I have an announcement. Christine, do you have to, I have to ask you first, do you need to be anywhere right away the minute the show ends, or do you have a little space? Um, I have a little space, or maybe I have five, ten minutes, maybe. Okay, um, all right. So what I did, I just had this feeling about the show, so I scheduled it for longer. So we're going cool. to, we have a lot of people who want readings. Right, so what we're going to do is we will, um, we will read until 10, 10, or maybe, you know, 10, 12, whatever, right around in that window. Um, but because we have so many people who do want readings, um, I, this is, this is what I would suggest. Um, when you come on, I'm going to, I'm going to say, okay, a person calling from 805. So 805 will come to my first. So I would like you to be ready. Um, so, uh, we'll say, uh, we'll, uh, I'll say, okay, 805 and then 617, you are live on the air. And you don't need to say, oh, thank you, ladies. No, we don't have time for that today. <laughs> we know you're grateful. We just want you to say, my name is Katie. I'm calling from uh, Cancun. I don't know where that's coming from. Maybe I'm going to Mexico. Um, I'm calling from Cancun, and my, and, and my question is, um, and you don't get to ask two and three. We don't, you know, it really, these are little tiny mini readings. Christine and I both do this professionally. And, um, and Christine is uh, Christine Compass, spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-C-O-M-P-A-S.com. And I am CindyMeyer.com, which is C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R.com or SpiritSeeker.com. Either way you can find me. And, you know, this is what we do. So if you... Um, if you want a longer reading, you call us and uh, schedule it, and we'll be happy to offer more. But this is just a little little um, taste. Okay, so we're going oh. to eight oh five six one. Oh wait, wait, what 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 do you want to add? Just can I keep? I just want to say something really quick. I want to make a little. So I'm sure. actually doing many readings November fourteenth and fifteenth in Alton at the Mineral Springs Mall. Um, Twenty five dollars for a fifteen twenty minute reading. But then I'm also going to honor that for any of the callers today or anybody online. You can go on my website, christinecompass.com, and you can find a link for a mini reading for the same price. Um, and if you click on that, I will send you an audio recording of a reading over your own chart and what's going on for you. So just want to throw that out there. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Well, I guess I'll, I'll, okay. So I'll share one more thing too, but I'm not as organized with you with a link for my website and I wish I was. Okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> All right. So I, um, I'm, I'm doing something different. I'm doing a virtual psychic party on, um, Thursday evening, November 12th. And I have given people the option of a 15 minute reading or a 30 minute reading. Um, and I'm reading from 6:30 to nine and I will extend that to nine 30. Um, but that's, you know, and I only have two 15 minute spaces open. Um, that's how quickly this enrolled and it's on zoom. So you will get a, a reading face to face, uh, or you can do it by phone and it's $36 for a 15-minute reading, and it's $63 for a half-hour reading. Um, so just know that, I guess I'm saying there's two 15-minute spots. I would, there's also another 30-minute or two more 15 minutes if I extend it. So this is, we're, we're doing things in different way, ways, Christine, and this is wonderful. This is all part of the new alignment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. 
All right. Thanks for, um, thanks for mentioning that. I forgot to even mention I was doing those readings. And I'm going to be doing that once a month. And I'm also doing the Feng Shui Vision Board once a month. Um, and I'm converting all of my other classes to uh, Zoom format so that I can help my people. You know, I have, I have students and clients all over the United States. So this is, everybody's happy now. <laughs> They're like, you can teach us and you don't have to come to Florida. Yay. All right. Yay. Okay. So here we go. We're going to go to... Um, Area code 805-617, you are live on the air. Your name, uh, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Thank you, Cindy. Hi, Christine. Um, This is Donna from California. Hi. And my question is about my finances, please. The the specific question. Oh, are they going to get better? Do you see a windfall coming in, a wind, something like that? Okay. Um, Okay. All right. I just want to make sure we understood. Okay. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, Here's the two things I'm hearing. Um, You've got Kuan Yin here saying um, you, okay, so Kuan Yin is a bodhisattva who pours out her compassion to others, and you're a very, very compassionate person. But what Kuan Yin teaches is that you must pour out the compassion to yourself first before you uh, pour it out to others. So the whole thing is, is with your money situation, if you could be more compassionate with yourself and then move into um, being grateful for everything, no matter how it looks, you know, and remember wherever we are, we can change it, you know. And so if you were my client right now, spirit saying act as if you are, I would give you an assignment. And this is for anyone in fear around money or fear or any of this. Do a gratitude list. 10 things you're grateful for for 30 days in a row. And what happens is when you're grateful, it, everything else, you, you get more blessings because when you're fo- what you focus on expands. So you do this for 30 days, and please come back on the show or send me a message and tell me how your life has changed. So, yes, your money is going to get better, but you must um, get out of some story that you have about, like, I don't know, it's feeling like it's a victimhood story. And it, I don't mean to – I'm not judging. It's just – once you move into compassion and, and then take that compassion to everyone else and be of service, the fastest way to start getting blessings and money coming is be of service. Where can you help? Um, and be grateful. So you're, you're good. Okay. Wonderful. That's how I have thank you feeling. Very grateful. Thank you. Yeah, that's the key here. So, Donna, uh, thank you so much. Okay. Um, Christine, I'm going to have you take the next one. Uh, we are going to go to area code 509-987-509-987. You're live on the air. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Hey. Hi, uh, my name is Erica, and my, um, do you need, like, my chart information? Um, no, just your name and where you're, and where you're calling from and your question. Um, I'm calling from Washington State, and my question is regarding um, my brother's car. He's currently um, abroad, and I'm fixing his car. And um, I was just wondering, um, I had a tow truck tow it recently, and um and now my uncle's telling me that the car is having issues. I'm just wondering if the tow truck damaged it or um, we still got to inspect it again. But I just wanted to get some information. Like, are we able to get it, to be able to fix the car entirely to get it back running how it used to? 
or um, yeah, that was just my question. Okay, so you're asking about your your brother's car and if it's gonna you know come back into working order. Um, so what I'm getting, I pulled the car. This is the middle world, and the middle the middle world is about um, you know when when things are happening in the present moment. Um, the middle world is not the future. It's not the past. It's this living world in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so I think the conditions are favorable um, for you to move forward. Like there's a lot of positive energy around you, um, but it's mm-hmm. time to be very patient and mindful not to move mm-hmm. forward recklessly. So just kind of take mm-hmm. it one step at a time. And anything that you put your effort into with that, conviction and just that you're headed in the right direction, it's going to be accomplished with ease. So even though there was a little bit of trouble, you know, we've had this troubling energy that's been going on. Um, So I think if you kind of just plan out your next steps with the car and then take those step by step, that you will get things going in the order that you're, that you need to be going in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Good luck with everything. Okay. Okay. Um, We are now going to go to, um, oh my goodness, where are we going next? We are going to go to 347-825. You are live on the air, 347-825. Hi, this is Katie from Georgia. And my question is about employment. Um, I'm looking for employment and, um, I kind of don't know where to look or maybe I could get some guidance about um, where where to look or um, what type of employment. I'm just, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I haven't been attracting employment. So just wanted to see what insight you guys may have about it. I I pulled two cards and they're almost the same. Um, It's Artemis and Diana and they're, they're basically, um, it's focused intention, going for what it is that you want, and being innocent with that. I I see you do have many gifts, but um, you have many gifts, and I don't know why I'm seeing this. But this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing you doing something with a headset on, and and just helping people, like directing people. And I don't know if you've ever done this before. And it's not necessarily a receptionist position. It's more of a, like a unit secretary in a hospital, but, you know, it's not in a hospital, but you know how a unit secretary feels all those questions or someone at an information desk. So that's what I see. I see Mm -hmm. you helping. Um, So when you look on, look for jobs, look for something. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done anything like that before? Or would you, would would you like that? You're a very helpful Um, person. I am very, I am a very, very helpful person. Um, I'm just pretty open. I was looking for um, jobs in the legal field, kind of like paralegal, different things like that. But I realized that since the holidays are coming, I'm great with sales too. Maybe I could get mm-hmm. a sales job somewhere, you know, something as long as I'm getting a commission. You know, I got to get a commission, something like that. Sure. But a temp, a temp project did contact me, kind of about um like un, um, helping with, um, like, unemployment issues, people having issues about not getting their unemployment, something like that. But I'm still yeah, applying for – Yeah, I think you'd for, be great. 
different yeah. things. You'd be great at any of this stuff. And here's the thing, Katie, you've got Artemis, which says you and your loved ones are safe and spiritually protected. I mean, Artemis is like, it's all about you. Be innocent. Go for what you want. And, you know, so you're wise in saying, well, I know I'd like to do that, but right now I've got way more. It's like, what's the highest and best um, investment of your time, energy, and efforts? So if doing sales right now, if you're, if you're good at sales, look what's happening. The stores are not open very much, you know, so, there's going to be people well, that are, where, you know, where I'm at. Telling, it is. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> yes, I know. So is Missouri sort of, Oh my goodness. But, but at any rate, yeah. um, the thing yeah, for yeah. you to do is to just figure out where you, where your energy is. If you like clothing, then find something selling clothing. If you like, you know, whatever it is that you like, and then focus on that. And, yeah. you know, Diana just says like, and so I would just say to the universe, Hey, universe, I want to be involved in sales for all of November, December, into January, and then I want to transition into my new paralegal career. Interesting. I've never done that, so you could tell the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. You call it in, and then you just, yeah, yeah, you talk to the universe every day. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, Katie, thank you. You helped everyone on this call with your question. Okay, all right. Thank you. Okay, so now you're very, very welcome. Now you have to get the switchboard. I'm slow today. Okay, so now we are going to go. Mm, They don't have their hand up. You have to push one star so that I know that you have a question. Um, We're going to go to 314602. You are live on the air. They dropped off. Okay. Um, they probably maybe thought we were close ending at 10. Um, if she, she pops or he or she pops back on. Okay, we're going to go to 618-910. You were live on the air, 618-910. Hi, ladies. It's Darlene from Illinois. Um, after my house was rebuilt after the fire, I'm having a lot of nightmares. Should I possibly get a loan and move? Um, I'm just sort of freaked out at everything. Hey, Darlene. Thanks for calling in. Um, I will take this one. So, okay, so it's been this pressure cooker of a year, and I just want to, you know, congratulate you for making it, and, and it's been such intense energy, and you are you are going through so much, um, but this is, we're getting to that place where there's going to be this little light at the end of this tunnel. Um, and, and so what I'm looking at, the card I just pulled is the moon. And if you think about the moon, the moon spends equal time in the dark as it does in the light. And so now we're being called back into balance. And so, you know, maybe we've spent so much of this year in the darkness we're really trying to, it's almost like you've been consumed by by certain, you know, just um, problems and, and different things going on. So it's time to rebalance and to focus back on, on the positive things in life. So it's a time to get unstuck and really focus on, um, really focus on, you know, not necessarily a specific situation, but um, on the journey of your life on a journey of renewal. Think about the new, the moon and how it renews itself each year. So looking at, you know, the past and looking at these unbalanced situations, um, being willing to look at that and kind of meditate until you come to this place of resolution. So, we're, we're, you know, the moon cycles also help us to let go. 
So in terms of your house, um, you know, it might be time to, to let go of it. It might be time to, to move on. And, you know, I know this has been a source of, you know, just a lot of stress for you over this year. And so, um, you know, I'm glad that you're, you're kind of starting to look at that and seeing that, yeah, it might be time to let go. It might be time to move on and kind of shift into a new direction and just get into a new beginning. Really have a, a reset, new start that, that helps you move into a more healthy balance within your own life where you can start focusing on yourself. You know, I know you've had a lot of things going on with your husband this year, and so really focusing back on, on your energy and finding that positive light within you. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to say for sure that it's, you, know, you should get rid of that house, because that's what you're feeling called to do, and it feels like that's what you need to, to get this reset, then I think that that's the direction you should go in. Okay? Okay, thank you. Okay. All right, thanks, Darlene. Okay. All right. Um, so um, we are going to go to 314-602 that accidentally um, popped, dropped up. So you're on the air, 314-602. They're gone again. I think you're on mute. Oh, no. Oh, there you are. Okay. Okay. Hi. Your, your name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Okay. Oh, they're gone. You're you're on mute. I think. Okay. Oh, I'm not sure what's. Oh, now it sounds like they were there again. Okay. Are you hello? Are you there? Oh, it's not working at that. Okay. Sorry about that. It's um. Let's see. I think we've read for almost. Uh. Oh no. There's a couple more. Okay. We are going to go to. Um. Eight oh, I think we read already. Eight oh five six one seven. I think we already read for you, but if not, hello. I think we did read. I think that was I yeah yeah. I think we did. Okay, so I think that I'm just looking, and it is ten oh five. So uh, we have time for one more question. We just did. I think I think we're finished, Christine. Oh, there is one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go back to this one again. Okay, three one four six zero two. You have your hand up again. So, did you uh, did you want a reading? All right, Christine, we're finished. We um, um, <laughs> I think we're finished for the day. Did you want to um, add anything to? T- I was like, can I ask you a question, Cindy? <laughs> oh, absolutely, Christine. I would be honored. But what what would you like to ask? Well, um, so. We are considering moving um, to, you know, some other state. Um, so I'm just curious if you see a move happening or, you know, if you think we might stay more local. <laughs> My fiance is looking for a new job. It all kind of revolves around him finding a job. <laughs> you're, where you're moving, um, you will be near water. A body of water. It can be. It can. It. It doesn't really matter if it's a river, lake, or an ocean. Either. You just need to be by water um, to nourish you. And there is a very sacred, sacred space. You are moving. I think you already know that. Um, and I don't see it being in the in the Midwest. Um, I mean, I, this is what I heard. Carolinas, or I heard 
it was like a C. And I'm like, was that Colorado? Was it Canada? No, it's not Canada. But um, but wherever it is, it you're it's going to be good for both of you. And I'm not. It's like it's like starting fresh with your marriage, starting fresh with a new new town, getting to know new people. And then because of COVID, we have both learned, as you know, that we can still do our work from wherever. Yeah. So you're very transportable right now. So we'll, you know, so yeah, you are moving. Yeah. Um, did you want me to check a particular state over another, or do you kind of already have it figured out? Uh, well, we're no, we don't really. We've honestly been looking everywhere. But when you said water, we're looking, you know, at Wisconsin, um, KFAC family mm-hmm. there, and you know that that'd be we'd be right up by a number of lakes up there. Um, mm-hmm. But then I've also had this sort of thought about, like, the Carolinas. So that's interesting that you said that. <laughs> I heard Carolinas and that, you know, I mean, and, and the other card I just pulled on this is Lakshmi, goddess of money, you know, bright future. I mean, that's the Hindu goddess of money. So it's you're, wherever you decide, it's going to be very, very uh, fruitful for both of you. Wonderful. Everything's going to be fine. And it's like, and it's like almost like, I think you read a book sometime about, have you been to, been to the coast in North or South Carolina? Have you been to the ocean no. in those states? I really okay, I think you read a book. Right. You've read something or heard something. It's been in your mind for a long time. You just weren't, you know, it yeah. just came forefront. You're like, well, if we can move anywhere. And see, this is what's happening with COVID. People that have jobs that they can do from anywhere, you know, like they're not living in like the high-end San Francisco, New York. I mean, New York is... New Yorkers are leaving in huge droves. They're going to Connecticut, and then now they're going to North Carolina. Everybody's moving because it's like, you know, we've learned how to do our life from wherever, you know, career-wise. So you're seeing a lot of of movement with career. Um, And and I think this is going to make the whole industries different with the way um, it works. But, yes, you're moving, Christine, so just celebrate that, and you'll know when the right position shows up. You're just going to say, there it is. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. You're very welcome. Okay, so everyone have a fabulous week. And I just want to thank Christine for, you know, being here, you know, every single month. I mean, it is a devotion. And I do want to mention, um, do this every year. Um, I take December off the air and spend time with my friends and family. And, you know, um, but this, this, we will do the first show uh, in December. Love as we all, you know, yeah, we'll do that. And then that will be the, the last show until 2021. And we have a fun month of shows this month. I just want to mention next, uh, next week, Margaret Ann Limbo will be here. Um, she has a new gemstone guardian cards and uh, your soul purpose. So she'll be talking about that in her new book. The Essential Guide um, to Everyday Angels. I'm sorry, that's another divination deck. And then on November 20th, Kim Chesney, who's the author of Radical Intuition. She is just like hot, 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 like all over. She's a globally recognized innovation leader and the founder of an intuition lab. Um, Her work has been featured or supported by leading edge organizations, including uh, SXSW Interactive, Carnegie Mellon University, Comcast and Hewlett Packard. She is this person who's teaching people how to really radically trust their intuition. And this is, this is like progressive that it's, you know, she's getting in front of all these groups of people with these corporations. So it's another thing of things are changing in a good way. All right. And then November 27th, um, 
I, you know, it's Thanksgiving, so I'm not on the air that Friday, but we'll be there on the first Friday of December and then um, 2021. But remember, there's over 400-something shows archived. You can always listen to them at any hour of the day or night um, and re-listen. Like, sometimes I re-listen to the shows because I'm like, what did they say again? You know, because I can't write it down when I'm doing a switchboard and all this other stuff. So I, too, go back and listen. You know, it's just kind of funny. All right, well... Thank you, Christine. Happy Thank Thanksgiving, you. everyone. So and um, okay, um, but I'll I'll be back on the air next next Friday. Okay, all right. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 